I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome along to episode 19. If you don't remember that song, you're not as old as I am. Okay, that song is called 19. It was done by a guy called Paul Hardcastle. Paul Hardcastle, I think. I think could be wrong. And it was about Vietnam, the war, not just the country. And it was about going to Vietnam when you were 19. But he didn't say it properly. He never said, oh, you're off to, off to Vietnam now because you're 19. He would say, N -n -n 19, N -n -n 19. And I think, I don't know when that song came out, but uh, I must admit, every time I hear the word, the, the number, actually, 19, that's all I say is N -n -n 19, N -n -n 19. So, um, yeah, that's that sorted out, you know. And, and I feel with this podcast that someone has to get it out the way, you know. If it's not me... It's nobody, really, because it's just me, Fifan, the Al Pitcher Podcast. Happy times. This is now going to be twice a week. Might even go every day. Let's see how we go, shall we? Uh, it's going to be shorter, quicker, sharper, inspiring. Quicker, sharper, inspiring. The QSI method. Very, very rare. Um, not used by too many people. Um, very unused by um, idiots like myself. Um, I will tell you why I'm an idiot. I in here in Svadia there is a big change, isn't there? In tires on your car, you know, you decide, don't you? You sort of think, you know what? It's getting cold out there. It's getting icy. We can. We need to go to winter tires. The winter tires are coming, which was the first Game of Thrones movie. Um, and what I did was I sort of kept using, shall we say, gymnastic kind of shoes. You know, gym shoes, you know, the, not, not fitness shoes, but just very, very. And that's the reason, while well, you're going to hear the biggest news of the week, I fell over. I fell over. I did it whilst hands in pockets as well. That's how confident I was that I had grip. Um, and I did the whole, it was just, luckily, I, I was coming down 20 steps, I was about three to go, big crowd, felt like a big crowd, doesn't it? You know, when you go, when you fall, you think, you know, the, the world is watching. I think that's what people think with stand-up, actually. When you get up and do stand-up, people say, um, you know, that they, that, 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 that must be the fear when nobody laughs it must be it must feel like it's minutes but actually it's just seconds okay so when i fell you know and it was a proper you know it wasn't a dive i didn't do a, a ronaldo you know i didn't get a little 
little hit from an old goobin, little old goobin. Um, I, I just, I fell, um, went arse first, which is something I never thought I'd say in public. Let's go arse first, shall we? Um, and I just kind of bounced slightly, just kind of like, you know, when you throw a, um, um, a piece of bread into the water for a duck, you know, just kind of went like that, just that same kind of noise, really kind of that noise. And I just, just kind of did it like that. And then I did the classic, you know, that I was supposed to do it. Yeah. All alone. No one really to show off to apart from the viewing thousands. I think there was like three people who, I don't even know if they, one of them did notice it because they said, are you okay? And I did the whole, yeah, fine. <laughs> of course. Why? <laughs> I mean, are you, are you all right? Why are you asking me that? So, um, yeah, it was almost like it was a, a kind of uh, Olympic gymnastic event and I was going to do the, you know, the leg behind the other leg, arms out, as if to say, yeah, uh, I really was supposed to do that. So I took a fall. That's the biggest news of this week. If you've taken a fall and I had the hands in the pockets, which is which is what some probably would say is 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 potential overconfidence but, you know, that's how I walk and that's how I roll and that's how I fall. Um, when the good people fall, they normally do it on their ass. So, um, but yeah, just a bit of a little slide there. And from that, I'm not saying, I'm not saying a little bruised ass, a little kind of um, purple looking rumper. I've just got a little rumper, which I won't be putting online um not again anyway um because people don't like any kind of nudity do they do you know what i mean i think people complain about like legs and hot dogs you know that that whole that whole phenomenon that viral thing where people took photos of their legs um or hot dogs you remember that remember that back in the late 90s early twos uh yeah um and then I started a campaign, penis or corv, and that that got me banned from Facebook. Have you ever been banned from Facebook? It is a it's a very strange feeling. I um I took a photo. Um, I was in a hotel in Stockholm. Um, it's in Ostermalm. It's a very very nice hotel, and they've got a piece of art behind. We're, we're not in in their bar. I think it's called the Story Hotel, maybe. Um, and they've got a piece of art behind you. And it's basically a man holding his thing, his penis. I'm not going to say thing. We're adults. His, um, you know, his what's the name? His, his ding-a-ling, his wakadaka. Um, he's holding his penis kind of to the side. It's, it's very artistic, you know, an artistic way of holding his wanger. And... Uh, I I don't get, you know, people do, Swedes do that beautiful thing of, of looking at you going, shit, you know, I think Christopher Applefist, who's an amazing comedian, he said something like that he's as famous, people look at him like they, that he owes them money, you know, that kind of feeling. And that's how I feel sometimes. So these people came in and they kind of smiled, kind of smiled at me. And I thought, oh, that's nice. 
Maybe they've seen a bit of my stand-up. Maybe they they recognised the the face. But really, they it took me like I said to the the person I was with. I said that's weird. They kind of I think they kind of did they and they were maybe it's this. And we looked behind us, and there was man with thing in his hand. And uh, yeah, let's say it was awkward. I think it was. Um, so I took a photo of this, put it on Facebook, banned. I think some people, um, they go on and they, they, they inform Facebook, don't they? they? They email that guy Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg. They email him direct, Mark M. Zuckerberg at Facebook. And they say, Oi, somebody's just put up a photo and it offends me. It's like the breastfeeding you know, somebody's uh, mainly ladies um, breastfeeding um, uh, photos and people get offended when they see a little tuta, which is ridiculous because that's what people do. Do you know in New Guinea, actually, um, the pig, the grease, is such um, in Guinea. Is it Guinea? Yeah, Guinea. Because I've uh, these, these are the kind of facts that are in my head now because my son's obsessed obsessed with animals right uh which is good which is good that's fine you know i'd rather that than the knives and killing rats oh that's another animal but you know what i mean it's a, it's an okay hobby for now you know um and it, yeah yeah i don't know if he i don't know if he's gonna be one of these people that marries a horse you know there's always those people i love those stories as well because you always hear the stories that they left their family for a horse. They married a horse, didn't they? You know, they love the smell of the horse. The horse understands them. And you always get down to like, I don't know, the third last line. It always says something like some part of America. It's always America. It's like, you know, um, and he from Pennsylvania, you know, and you're like, of course they're from America. Of course they're marrying horses, you know, um, so yeah, he's he's really into animals, and what I found out in in Guinea in Africa is um, the grease, the pig, is recognised as a show of wealth, and um, for some reason, um, because if you've got a a pig, it, you know you, it, it's like you've got a really Ferrari or something, you're kind of like, hey, look at this grease, and to further that, they the 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 women sometimes breastfeed the pig is a Facebook photo I haven't seen um, but I'm sure you could Google it I'm sure there's all those kind of things if you if you're if you're into that or you you know I wonder how many people there's quite a, there's, this is getting good listeners now and I wonder how many people are actually just maybe they're just thinking well I'm on my own he's actually he's told me he's basically asked me to do it Google yeah um no, don't do that. Please don't do that. Not suitable for anywhere. Uh, but I told my son this, and he was like, "Oh, that's nice. Like the mama get it. The mama pig breastfeeds the baby feed baby pig. That's quite normal, isn't it, Papa?" I was like, "No, no, no. Like a human mum does it to a pig." And then I forgot that he's only like five years of age, and it just messed with his mind. So then I had to sort of say, it's like your mum having a, a grease on her breast. 
on her pig. On her pig? She didn't know they weren't calling pigs. A pig on her boob. Um, and that's one of those conversations that you, you don't expect to have with anyone. And you also expect it to come back later on when you go to pick him up from Dargies. You go to the kindergarten. You open the, the door and one of the teachers... There's, there's a teacher and then there's another worried teacher in the other room. And they're like, they smile in that sense of, we need to talk. And then they say, we've had some weird information about your son and breasts and pegs. Can you explain? And then you go back through the story and realize that it was you who was the idiot. So anyway, so the fall, the fall happened... This is all. This is all um, because of the bruised rumper, right? The fall happened, and then I got the flu. Now, this is no normal flu. This was man flu. Okay, I don't know in the in the kind of the the sexist, not anti-sexist world we live in. I don't know if, but this is a form of flu that females don't seem to get. Only men get it. And it is the strongest flu, according to scientists, one lick of this flu, one little kind of, a little, um, say you puss, puss, puss the flu, you, that could kill an elephant. That's how strong this mofo was. So I've been ill, I've been ill, haven't I? So I have, um, I've just been moaning just been sitting there complaining telling my kids to get me water a bit of a bit of acting a bit of acting you know because you get to a certain point of the man flu when you think you're in bed you've got a laptop some tissues i know it sounds weird but it wasn't like that you've got like your laptop you're watching netflix netflix and headache pill not netflix and chill Netflix and pill and you know your kid sort of starts caring they they go out and they get some you know stuff for you not stuff but they go and get you my my daughter brought a lemon just a lemon bit of citron just here have that oh good one all right you cut it up and put it into a hot drink with some ginger and tea but I forget she's only two so I've I've had the I've had the flu so, on the count of three, when I say one, two, three, what I want you to do is go, ah. No, that's not the right ah, is it? Ah, no. Ah, ah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Oh, that's it. Oh, not ah. Oh. That's like when you, um, when someone's giving out snooze, and they pass it to all their friends. You're a little bit drunk, and you think, I'll have, I'll have a. You're a social snoozer. You know one of those, and they go to give you it, and there's none left, and you go ah, oh. like that. Um, or a girl says to you, Do you know what? I've been, you know, when you're like 13, I've, I've been fooling around with your best mate, Ragnar. And you're like, ah. But when you're ill, you go, ah, like that. So, yeah, that's how I've been feeling. I've had, I've had man flu. I've been wrapped up because it's been minus 18. That kind of bullshit freaks me out, right? No wonder I was grabbed by the ice. And I nearly went under the ice. It was nearly one of those. No, it wasn't. I just fell down three steps. Um, but minus 18. There'll be people in Norland now. Um, there's not that many people in Norland. And there's not that many people um, with headphones. Because they just uh, they just have them. Um, they're very communal there. They listen to the podcast around a big table. The whole family get around. I've been told this. I've been told this. Um... And they'll be like, minus 18? Ha! That's like the Sahara. It's uh, been minus 73 up here. Even polar bears are wearing jackets. Um, so, yeah, it's been it's been cold. It's been cold. And I always said, people always said to me, but how could you live here in Sweden? You know, other people that don't live here. How could you live there? Isn't it really cold? That's one of the things. Isn't it really cold? And I've always said... Yeah, it does get cold, but as long as you're wrapped up, you know? As long as you've got a big jacket on, hat and gloves, you're okay. Bullshit! Absolute bullshit that was. I've been standing with a jacket that could warm a hundred small children. If they all got underneath it in a... They'd only have little bits of it, but... A hundred... A hundred is probably too much. Three small children... And uh, and it, it just did nothing for me. Um, so I've been freezing. So I got the cold. I got the man flu, and uh, and then that and you know it's kind of like that. I didn't have the old shivers. Like, not, not the ghost, the ghost shivers. Oh no! He got the ghost shivers. He got the ghost shivers. Uh, Swedish ghosts. I don't know if there are ghosts. Although my daughter says she sees. People, you know, in the sixth sense, kind of see people. I see dead people. It freaks me out. She says stuff like, I saw him downstairs. Just, what? and I go, what did he do? He just stroked my face. And he said, and he was cold. I'm like, oh, okay. Let's not go downstairs, eh? Not nobody. Nobody! You know. Um, but Swedish ghosts just, just hide, don't they? They don't want to get involved. Can turn into a confrontation or something. They just sit back like that. No, don't get involved. Don't get involved. I'm 
from Svadia, they queue up as well. They love a queue. Um, I don't know. Never met a Swedish ghost, but my daughter says they are cold. Um, what else? Yeah, so I was in bed, wasn't I? I was in bed for three days. The worst 72 hours of the week. Um, I've, I think I've recovered now. I've recovered in the thing of man flu's gone but I can still bring it up and go, oh, still don't feel well. You know that? I'm at that point. I can still get off doing shit, you know, which is always a good place to be. Um, I sat there and I watched um, Making a Murderer. Spoiler alert. Hashtag spoiler alert. Hashtag spoiler. Um, it's this It's this case, uh, Stephen Avery. Um, it's on Netflix uh get it watch it it's 10 episodes they're an hour long um there's a lot of stuff about the court but it's an incredible incredible documentary series um i advise you um what i'd like you to do if you have any feelings on this if you have any i was gonna say vibes what am i i'm at woodstock um on mushrooms yeah if you've got any vibes on this dudes um, if you've got any um, I was gonna say, aha, fresh information, no. If you if you've got any um, uh, opinions, everyone's got opinions. I think opinions are good. Although I got in a not a spat, not, a, not it wasn't an argument. The guy was quite nice actually, but um, I'm a big big U two fan, and what happened was. Uh, I think there's going to be like a tribute to David Bowie. And I think you two, you two are very easy to dislike. If you don't like them yet, you, you don't not think, ah, oh, they're all right. You think they're shit. You hate them. Bono is the devil. Um, so I, I sort of got this thing of, oh, here they come. Here comes Bono jumping on another bandwagon. And I know for a fact, oh, I've read stuff about interviews and things that, you know, Bowie Bowie was very inspirational to you two early early doors you know uh, they met they played on stage together um, they were friends so I kind of just got involved and there's no point in getting involved in that especially musical opinion you know uh, because musical opinion some people can say Justin Bieber's the greatest other people think um, Sepultra you know it's it's you know People think Pink is amazing. Um, people think Michael Jackson is amazing. I suppose Pink and Michael Jackson could go together, but you know what I mean. Um, so, you know, it's different tastes and different horses for different weddings in America. Different lovers, different horses. Uh, or different, you know, different horses for different courses. That's the saying. Um, so, you know, and he's very, he's kind of quite hard to defend, really. Not, not, I'm not talking man for murder or made for murder. I'm talking about Bono. People really, really don't like him. So, um, you know, so I've been, I, I, I got involved in that. So if you've got an opinion on this thing, because this is the first, like, series I've watched in ages. I normally um, sit there watching children's TV when my children have left the room. You know, do you ever do that if you're a parent? Um, or you're into children's TV, I don't know, and you just find that you're the only person in the room, and you just listen and watch, 
it's not a laziness. I think it's that it feels like this is quite peaceful. It's quite nice, you know. And then you go in there and they're just spray painting in blood on the wall. Papa is a dick. So I, um, what else has happened? 62 people, 62 people now own half the world. Okay. But I was told later on, there's another thing that you'd be surprised if you put your amount of money, the amount of money that you earn, everybody earns per month or a year or whatever. If you put that in, you could be in in like the top 10%. I find that very hard to believe. But they say that 62 people, billionaires, now own half the world's wealth. Isn't that... Isn't it disgusting? And we still got poverty. It's, you know, it's just... Ah, oh, do you know what I mean? Why can't they just give some of their money, 62 of them, just gave half a billion, right? Then we'd have 31 billion, and we could sort out the world, okay? We could even email Uranus, not Uranus, Jupiter, and say, you're right, do you need some, can we help you out? We've got some cash, you know? But no, we continue to screw it all up. Um, quite a weird one on um, uh, uh, a thing in Korea, in South Korea, for Korea Airlines, woman called Miss Cho, I don't know if you know about this court case, she, the owner of Korean Airlines, she's the daughter of, so she, she works for Korea, and she used to anyway, and what was happening was there was a flight from, she was on a flight from New York, going to Seoul, I think, okay, so she gets on, I'm guessing she's in first class, she must be, She's not going to sit in the economy, is she? She 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 owns it. So she gets on. They're taxiing out of JFK. She gets served macadamia nuts in a bag. Loses her mind, right? I'd like to say it. She goes nuts, okay? Tells the ear hostess that he... Is really screwed up now. Then tells the rest of the crew to tell the pilot to turn around and let's get rid of this air host, the man, the air hostess man. Amazing. So incredible. And she got sent to five months imprisonment. She got out early, I think, uh, because apparently she didn't stop a flight in its path. You know, there was one on a flight path that was just taxiing out. But what an inflated ego is that. Just have some nuts, you silly Miss Cho. Just just have some nuts. Um, although I was on a plane and I had some nuts. Cashews, if you want to know. I had some cashews. And uh, I... Um, they then, like, kind of 15 minutes in or something... No, we, we we took a while to get off the, the runway, right? Uh, we're doing the texting thing like Miss Cho, basically. 
and what happened was they said, oh, someone's massively allergic to nuts. So you have to do that thing where you have to put the nuts away, don't you? Or you can't open the nuts. I feel like I felt like I was a hostage kind of aeroplane kidnapper, something. Terrorist. Aeroplane kidnapper. A terrorist with my little nuts. Yeah. So um, these ones are going to be shorter. I think you must admit. Kind of funny. Eh? There's only like 27 minutes, this. 28, 30 minutes, 35, 40. I was going to keep talking, aren't I? You know that, don't you? Um, but I'm going to keep them nice, precise. You're going to hear about more about my week. You heard about the fall over. Um, you've heard how cold it is. Uh, I've had the man flu. Why am I wrapping this up for you? Um, it's been, yeah, it's been a great concert, man. No, I am um, talking of gigs. I'm in Sundsvall on Saturday, the 23rd, and it's sold out. So sorry about that. But if you want to come and see me and you're in the Sundsvall area on March the 4th, I'm doing a hotel called Hugerkusten. 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 Um, so you can ring them up, Hugerkusten, and buy some tickets and come and watch me. Uh, I think it's just me. So that's going to be all right, isn't it? Just me. Just me and you. Um, and then on Wednesday, this Wednesday, um, I'm going to go and try some material out at uh, Stockholm Comedy Club which is in uh, Sörde in Stockholm. So um, look that up. and It's in the restaurant Sörde Skalpet. My Swedish is horrendous. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this one. Shorter, happier, quicker, funnier, better. That's what the people are saying. People haven't even heard it. It's not even out yet. But that's the response. I'm getting back. Any feedback, I'm going to give you one Friday morning. Friday morning or Thursday night. Who knows, eh? Let's go Thursday. Am I going to do something Thursday? Yeah, I can do Thursday. I'll get something more out for you. This stuff is going to be flying at you. Um, feels like I'm on a kind of one of those New Year's resolutions where, you, yeah, man, I just get on my life now. But this has been episode 19. It's been shorter. But it's been more fun talking to you. I hope you've enjoyed it. If not, it's near the end of it. So don't stress. Have a brilliant, brilliant few days. I will be in touch. And I'll be in touch with you personally. Like a Swedish ghost that lives under your house. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.